Welcome to Break a Wish, the podcast where all your dreams come true, but with terrible, ironic consequences. I'm your host, Maddox Campbell. On each show, we take a magic wish and try to come up with the perfect ironic cost. The idea is that knowing the wish's cost, it would still be a tough call whether you'd take it or not. Last week, we had, you can travel anywhere in the world instantly, but when you use this wish, you pick a time or a place, and the other is random. The places are somewhat safe, but you must use this wish at least once when you take it. Well, my listeners have something in common with every girl's profile on Tinder. They love to travel. Our Twitter poll had 86% accept this wish, though our Facebook discussion group was a tie. Some of the listeners made some good points. Andrea Davidson on Twitter mentioned that she thought that people were forgetting how much of the world is water. Yeah, that's true. And listener Yolanda pointed out that if she chose the time of now and then just kept on wishing until she found a place she liked, that could maybe work. I think she's underestimating how many places there are, but uh, enjoy your trips. For this week's wish, we're looking inward. For this week's wish, we'll be looking inward. Rachel Cassidy Cree in our Facebook discussion group wished to be able to read minds. Let's see what my guests Kaylee Legrand and Carmine Lucarelli have on their minds. All right, we've got a new wish coming in, and this one is going to be a lot of fun. But first, let's meet who we have with us. We have Kaylee Legrand. Hello. And Carmine Lucarelli. Hello there. And we are going with the ability to read minds. A classic ability. A superhero ability. Uh, Let's see. Does anyone have anything off the top of their head that they want to pitch as a cost? I have a couple. Okay, you have a couple. (laughs) Right out the gate. All right. Only because I have experience with reading minds. You got to back that up a little bit and explain. (laughs) Um, so I can read anybody's mind at any given moment. What am I thinking of right now? I cannot voice that on the <laughs> Oh, no. That's probably <laughs> accurate. I know Carmine well enough. It's probably a dirty thought. Why would you think that? Yes, oh, it wasn't dirty. Maddox. Oh, oh Maddox. What is wrong with you? What was it then? If you oh. could only hear what's in his head right now. It's oh, dirty. Gosh. It's dirty thoughts. Probably. <laughs> uh, no. So I've been actually working on a series, one of, one of my projects, um, has been about a girl who has the ability to read minds in the first season she's able to actually see people's memories second season oh my god i'm giving all my ip away right now anyway (laughs) second season she can read what's going on in their heads in present and then the third season she can actually read their futures um and so i've been playing with the idea of what these ironic costs would be for her character for a while now. Well, I think you're you're more exploring what possible scenarios would come and backfire, but like what we're trying to think also like a cost that comes with the ability, right? Just so in your fiction, trying to steal more of your IP, is there like an innate cost that does she have a built-in weakness? Um, okay, I'll play around with a couple of ideas that might not necessarily be the ones that I chose for the series, so you okay. cannot steal them. One of the potential costs would be that in order to open the channel that would allow her to read someone else's mind, it means that she's opening a two-way channel and she they can also hear what's in her mind. I was thinking about that idea as well, yeah. The other is that there is a, um, for, for a lack of a 
lengthy explanation. Let's call it a tumor. It's not necessarily a tumor, but the ability comes from um, basically an overgrowth in her mind that has solidified and, and grown the connection between the two hemispheres of her brain to a point where they've been essentially melded together. So the synaptic transactions are happening at such a rapid rate that science can't even measure it. And it's is similar to say when you go into anaphylactic shock when your body starts not only fighting off the bad agent but it just fought, fights off everything so the good cells the bad cells and it starts to kill you so it's an overactive part of her brain um so if you want to be able to read somebody's mind you have the cost of potentially growing a tumor in your brain hmm. i mean i'm just going to challenge the part where you said it's immeasurable by science because i'm going to be you just need better science then. Just get a better science. Current science. Okay, that's fine then. Immeasurable by current science. Yeah. Well, I, this this intellectual property thing is it's troubling because I don't know if you read my mind, but I also have a series no. I've been working on. Okay. But my female protagonist can read minds. So if she goes to like a gold mine, the gold will tell her where it is. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. That's what is I that heard. What we're doing? We're, we're and tricking. your mind went to dirty town. <laughs> That's reading minds because that like reading minds would be that pretty much all the time and just be like just people like oh well, I wonder what that sandwich will taste like which is the most banal thoughts <laughs> right yeah what about if it's like a but former the, the like a former war zone and they could know where all the mines are in the ground the landmines because they can read those well that's season two oh that's season two <laughs> yeah because it's always she's always reading minds and, and yours is called <laughs> the pun mind reader yeah and in the third season she's mostly playing a, a classic Windows video game. <laughs> Right. Okay. You stole my IP. <laughs> I totally stole all of your intellectual oh, properties. I really hope both shows get made. <laughs> I really do. I hope they're on the same night on competing networks. And people have to right decide. Right after Mind Reader. Mind Reader. <laughs> CBC's a knocking. Okay, so... Okay. <laughs> the so cost you, is a tumor. So you, you had the two-way channel one, so they can read your mind if you can read their mind, which I like that one. Yeah, I'm or, fine with that. Or the idea of a tumor is another one you're pitching. You're pitching two from the get-go, <laughs> but that's fine. Don't be, we're not, you're greedy or anything. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Uh, we'll try Carmine then. Do you have an idea? Yeah, you can read people's minds, but the only thoughts are the ones about you. And you can't turn it off either. So every time you say, are getting intimate with a new partner, you know they're having thoughts about you, your body, your performance, and you can't shut those off. They'll, they'll come in. But those are the, So you can read people's minds, but it's only the stuff about you. Isn't but, that why people would want to read minds? I mean, people only, they're self-centered. You'd want to know what other people are thinking for your own sake, about you. I still think there's sure. a point of like, because you're saying it's always on. There's sometimes you want to hear what other people think of you, but sometimes you really don't want to hear that you have a weird shaped penis. And that's going to come up because all penises are kind of weird shaped. No? Just, Mine's great. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but I fear there has to be a cost to it because there's that benefit of like knowing. It's like, yeah, the knowing. Does this salesman think he's ripping me off? And you would be able to know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So wait, the are, cost are, is that there would still be a lot your, of usefulness out of it. Is your cost that you can't turn it off, or it's that it's all the thoughts about you? It's yes, both, it was both, wasn't you, it? Yeah, when you when you when you like the only thoughts that come through to you through this mind reading ability are the thoughts about you by other people. Like somebody goes, what a hack or like, fuck, I find that person tiresome or whatever. Yeah. Like those would come through to you as well as like, oh man, I love them. And it's like, oh, this is not reciprocated. Oh, this is going to be awkward. That's my teacher. <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not in talking. my day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I think that's, that's, 
that's an interesting cost because you yeah. get the benefit of mind reading, but you also have to, you know, it, you it, know what other people actually think of you and their private thoughts. And, and you it, wouldn't be able to turn that off. No. And, and there's a lot of things you still cost. can't do. You still can't steal people's passwords and you still can't. Exactly. Yeah. Find out what would work better in your presentation to convince them to yeah. buy your Unless product. Like, My password's Maddox. Well, they looked at you. Well, in which then, case, then, yeah. Does, do many people use um, me as their password? Have either of you ever? I use, strangely, I use weird shaped penis. Like, oh, that's what I yeah, use no. as my password. So it's about me. Mine like, is Maddox's penis. <laughs> Maddox's so penis, yeah. Thing. Come on, show us. <laughs> <laughs> no. We just want to know if our passwords were right. Ah. <laughs> it's a drawing. You, have to, you draw what you think my penis looks like. <laughs> that's right. That's like a captcha. If it works, then you Prove know. you're not a robot. <laughs> you got to draw. Drop your pet. <laughs> Because I think, a, yeah, a robot, if it went to the site and it tried to draw a penis, it would just draw like a straight line and be like, that's close enough. Yeah. Yeah. I just see a video on the internet where somebody had trained their robot to do a check mark like or the captcha, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. They press the button. That was clever. Yeah. So I don't so, know. That's so my costume. So yours is in the present thoughts, like mind reading in the present. You can't yeah, search like, their memories. You can't dig into their past. No, no, I don't think so. You can read their mind or their, their current thoughts. It's sort of like uh, you can't go back in time in a river. Like you can, you can stand in the river as it is that moment. Yeah. So the current thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Okay. River. You, you went really poetic to say that, but we just mean the current thoughts. I know. I almost started thinking about Pocahontas. Right. <laughs> uh, shall I compare thee to a summer's river? Okay. Yeah. No. I think I think there's a clear way in which that would be still useful. Still useful. Yeah. But still also something you would a... have pause about wanting to know. For sure. Because it'd be really strange for, say, me and you were talking, and then suddenly into my mind came you know, Kaylee's really thought, uh, real thoughts about me. Yeah. Or what she thought in that moment about me. That could be crushing. Especially it'd be distracting from our conversation. We were trying to have a very deep conversation, and she's just thinking about you the whole time. I know. It's strange. It's, I hope you have really what, good thoughts about you. Oh, that's I think nice. you're wonderful. I know. I was using it as an example because it's so beyond the pale. I mean, you never have bad thoughts. It's still disruptive okay. for our you're conversation. Kind of, it would be distracting. It would be distracting. It would be really hard to have a conversation when all you hear is, I think you're great. I think oh, you're great. Imagine oh, you're trying to give a presentation. Like, um, oh, we all impossible. have stage actors. So if suddenly the entire audience starts thinking judgments about your performance while you're having it, good or bad, that's going to get up in your head. You can't stand in front of a crowd anymore. Yeah. Yeah. How do you tune that out? You and can't. distance doesn't matter. So you could be in the throes of making love, be like, oh, mom's worried about me and my jobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that would be and an, then you yeah, can't explain ins- to your girlfriend why it's you going can't. down. And- it's like, it's not you, it's my mom. Oh, <laughs> it's no. not an excuse for losing That's, a boner. No, it's not. Um, and also you could never be famous because it would be relentless. Yeah. You'd want to be as low-key as possible. Wow. In a way, That's a big price now that yeah. I think of it. I yeah. feel like that's already something that, uh, if you're on a level of celebrity, I think you already experience, I mean, you can choose to not look at the tabloids, or. but it's also, True. we live in a world where we are bombarded by so many messages, not not even just if you're, if you're a celebrity, but as any human being these days, we are bombarded by messages everywhere, and hmm. you just turn on Twitter, and most of them are negative anyway, so you're already getting that. We kind of live in a mind-reading world already. Yeah. In a way, Carmine's wish is constantly typing your name into Google. It's that, it's that but in your yeah. head. Yeah, but their results are, like, shockingly accurate and always surprising. I, if you're famous enough, they're always pretty honest anyway, because everyone thinks, oh, no one's going to read this. Yeah, but it's not like Clooney has to walk around and every once in a while said, Pitt thinks what? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And be surprised by people he thought he knew. True. The people he thought you know, they wouldn't. Oh, yeah, my God. You yeah. wouldn't hear those. For sure. Um. 
Okay, I'm thinking I'm going with a different route then because I, I had one of your guys' ideas and now I'm having oh, yeah. something new. The two-way uh, channel one? I had the two-way channel. I like mm. that idea too because it would be the idea of you're vulnerable every time you try to use it, right? So in your heads, mind control is like you can mine people's minds, it's, it's right? Mind you reading. can get their memories, what they think about this. I was still thinking of it only in the moment. Mm-hmm. So it was like you can turn on your ability to read their mind, but if you get any thoughts from it, they immediately hear your instinctual thought about their thought, right? So if you're like, I wonder which one of these shirts this person would rather see me wear. Mm-hmm. And so you show them their shirts and you read their mind to go which one they like better to get an honest opinion. But then they hear you go, oh, she likes that one? Yeah, it's kind of like a Trojan horse into your email. If you open it up, then they ha- they can start hacking in and yeah. until you change your password or do some sort of safe measure. Well, they, they, they hear have, your opinions yeah. on their thoughts. But they'd have no idea what was happening. They would think, they well, would, that's a yes. strange thought that I normally wouldn't think. You're right. You're the only person with mind reading. So they would, pro- yeah. I mean, your close ones would probably catch on. <laughs> yeah. After well, a while, they'd be like, hmm, that was an awfully Maddox thought I had just now. It's not in a world where it's understood that that's what's no. happening. Yeah. You're the only one who has this. Oh, so all of a sudden they're just like, I'm hearing voices. Yeah. I guess everyone you try to mind read would also think they're insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you would cause irreparable psychological everybody. damage to everyone you try to mind read. Mm. So, Okay. Mm, this might cause the same problem, but let's try it anyway. You can read people's minds, but it's not quiet. It's not like you hear their thoughts in your head. So you can hear someone's thoughts, but it's because it suddenly is vocalized for all to hear as soon as you try to read it. Oh my God. That's everyone in your vicinity. Everyone in the city. So like at speaking volume, it's suddenly their thoughts go out to everyone. So it's not like you're secretly reading someone's mind. Everyone hears the thought when you try right. to read it. You're and like, they know you just tried to read their thoughts because oh, they just heard it out loud. This is the worst bully in high school ever. This yeah. mind reader, right? You, you pick your spots, you could destroy someone. Ability of you're like taking a stethoscope and putting it on somebody's mind and then shoving the ear holes into everybody's ears. Is it yeah, so that, that, was, was, that was really specific and totally on the ball. Like it, that was spot those are the on. technical terms of a stethoscope. There yeah. is the ear holes. Ear holes. Ear yeah. holes, yeah. Into the other ear holes. <laughs> just, the, everybody gets an end. Everyone gets ears in their holes. Yeah. Yeah, I can see how this might actually just be again, this is a power that might be more villainous <laughs> if if used for evil, but it's it's stopping you from using it secretly. Sure. These are like Google glasses. This is why this ended. Google Glass was landed because they didn't put any effort into making them look not terrible. If they just made them, just put some glass, made them look like Jordy's visor, everyone would have loved that. I would right. want to be like Jordy LaForge. But no, they had them open and weird looking things and you had to flick your face up all the time. <laughs> it was the worst. It was so bad. Ah, so I guess we're not getting sponsored by Google Glass on this episode. But okay, so let's summarize the three main ones he had two but let's see if you can pick one which one do you like better the two-way street or the tumor i kind of like two-way street more than tumor do you like tumor better i just feel like if we pick tumor then we also have to pick like how dangerous it is how Mm -hmm. far it does have a lot of backstory three seasons already so and so it's great for your show yeah for your ip but we'll choose the two-way radio two-way radio okay uh carmine you were i've I've modified mine slightly okay so yeah you're free to you can read anybody's minds you can go into the memories hear what they're hearing right now the price is, though, anytime anybody has a thought about you anywhere in the world, a channel will open up for you to hear it. Oh, okay. So, you're, so you're, that's involuntary. Your voluntary power lets you just read their mind, whatever. Mm-hmm. But involuntarily, you hear every thought about you about anywhere you. in the world. Yes. Mm. Ooh, I like that. I like because it still makes the power very useful. 
Yes. And you but can it use also, it anywhere. But it's also just, if you become famous, it's screaming in your brain. Totally. Even if you're like 15 minutes famous, like if you get on the evening news. Or, or yeah, or something horrible. You know, you, you make that one slip up on air or something or whatever it is. And then everybody trolls you immediately that sort of like, oh, we're going to stamp them down because they're terrible people based on one out of context quote I took that I don't even understand the meaning of the words up. You know what I mean? Little things yeah, like that. And you're going to hear every, hear everything. But even if you don't have any kind of slip up and people worship you, mm-hmm. you're still hearing all of those thoughts about you all sure. the time. It's like that I, Jim Carrey movie when he plays God and he hears, oh, like, yeah, you yeah. can't turn it off. No, you can't turn it off. And and the scary part is like the people who think of you most are typically your loved ones and you might not want to hear all their honest thoughts about you. Yes, that's true. I, I assume they're probably, even if they're doing it from the best intentions, they're probably judging like my life choices and I just don't need to hear that noise. Constantly, yeah. Yeah. I, or even I worse, like how I'm living my life. Worse, how come I've never heard a thought from dad about me ever? Even worse. Oh, what you don't hear. Yeah. Well, for, in my case, he's deceased, so it would make sense. <laughs> Oh, could you or, hear their voices after death? No, no, no. But I'm saying it makes sense. I don't hear from my dad. But, <laughs> but if you it, do it, hear from your dad, you're but, like, oh, no, oh, he faked his own death. What? Oh, yeah. Okay. But like, that's what I was asking <laughs> about. In your awesome. scenario, the people have to be alive in order to hear They have their... to be alive. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just said it made sense to never hear from my dad because he's deceased. But yes. say if you never heard a thought from your dad about you, yeah. wouldn't that sort of gnaw on you? Yeah. I think in your scenario, no matter what, I would Walden myself. I would go to the woods like Henri David Thoreau and I would not want to be around any other human being and I would hermit myself. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Geograph- ge- geography doesn't matter. Yeah. So if they oh, think of right. you, they think about you on a trip to so Athens. So suicide's the only option. So it, yeah, well, it would be a whole lot of... <laughs> Great. I have a dark fest. <laughs> the only thought you'd hear would be, I haven't heard from Kaylee for a while. For a while. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, constantly it, you'd start hearing that more and more. Yeah, if you... If you if you did Walden yourself, you would eventually, those voices would dissipate because out of sight, out of mind? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it, it would get quieter. I think some people would still think of you, though. Like the people who are very invested in you, like parents, until they pass. And then you're mm. then you're in the clear. That's probably not a, a silver lining on your... No, it's fine by me. Okay. <laughs> people who care about you would start to worry about you more if you suddenly went missing without reason or cause. Only for a while. They'd get a new daughter. <laughs> okay. They put Dark the work again. in. <laughs> Were you purchased? <laughs> I used to be a wooden doll. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh boy. And I'm already thinking mine is not in the running anymore. But mine was you read their minds, and everyone around them can hear it too. That's which, just that's funny. It's funny, but it's also probably just mean. It's probably just a bullying tool. <laughs> yeah, it really would be. Which it turns into a feedback. Loop of like, oh no, everyone's making fun of me. No one likes me. Yeah, that's a Mean Girls, and it's a really even worse movie. But that seems like a coveted tool for one of those, what was that Tom Cruise movie where everyone, they could see into your mind, into the future, what you were going to do. The cops could stop you. Minority Report. Born on the 4th of July. No. It was was So Groundhog Day. Minority. After tomorrow? tomorrow? 28 days? Minority Report. They were called It's one where he dances in the underwear, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaky business. (laughs) Shaky business. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're right. It is Minority Report. The True Crimes Unit, which is a wonderful sci-fi movie. It's very good. Right. So that that would be, it could be argued as a constructive tool for police officers to have the ability or like in in that Some people would still make good use of it Mm -hmm. because they could still get confessions out of people. So is it something that you would yeah. be able to like just acquire on the job? Well, or- no, this is the, all these magic wishes are like, hey, you find a genie, you find a magic machine, you put in your, 
wish mm. into the machine and then you get your wish. Like you have one chance to do it and you decide whether you take it or not. So we always cost. have to factor in whether man is good or bad. Okay. Well, you know, we, we just make it work for the wish, but then it's always good to know that like if a person is bad enough, it won't be a cost for them to just be a monster. Right. And if you're a cop, no wishes. Cops don't get no, wishes. Cops can get wishes. <laughs> no, cops can't get wishes. Cops they, don't get wishes. If, they sign if they're up willing for to pay the cost, duty. cops can get the wishes too. All right. They, ha- they have to know that there's a lot of responsibility that comes with this wish. They should mm-hmm. be trained in the usage of their wishes. Oh, yeah. They've done a stellar job. They should have to get <laughs> certified to use their wish. Yeah, they need to get certified to use their powers for good on the job. I've seen mm. that movie. But, cop wish. <laughs> G- oh, man. Genie cop would be a fun buddy cop where one cop is a, is a, is, is a straight edge cop, genie cop. straight edge cop who does everything by the book and the other one is Please a genie that has to serve him but also always tries to come up with ironic cautious for the wishes <laughs> that he hands out I choose his wishes and justice cop. I think that's amazing yeah. yeah I would pay for that alright I'll work on that as my next project <laughs> Good cop, genie cop. (laughs) Good cop, genie cop. I guess this case is back in the bottle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Those are some. uh, Those are some consequences there. Yeah. Uh, Do we have any ones that we're leaning best towards? I'm actually. I think I'm leaning Carmine's right now. I like the cost being that you know everyone's thoughts about you. I like Mm. how that will be a cost even if you aren't using the wish actively. It's a it's a cost that comes in as soon as you take the wish, whether you use it or not. And it's a floodgate you can't turn off. Exactly. Yeah, and I guess there'd be no restrictions on... It's not like the more you mind read, the more these thoughts about no. you come in. It's just, you got this power. Though if you use your mind read power to become famous, then suddenly you get the floodgates. So it's mm-hmm. going to make you... It's going to change the way you live your life because you're going to want to totally. make sure you don't have to deal with that too much. Yeah. And you got to live in the same time zone as everybody who thinks of you. And ideally with the same schedule as so you can get some sleep. Oh, you don't want to be big in Japan. You never get any <laughs> sleep. No sleep at all. <laughs> oh, genie cop. This is another fine mess you've got us into. <laughs> the People star in Japan genie cop about you. would not want to get this wish. Yeah. No, not. He would, he'd think at first, hey, this is just my method acting. I need to spend some time with a genie. Yeah. Take nah, a wish. He'd just go home and rub one out. <laughs> I was thinking of that earlier. I, and I said, don't could, say it. And you just, it. bam. That's, a, that's great. I read your mind. I love I you. I said totally. it for you. Oh, my God. And we changed that Sarah song to, I can read your mind. I can totally find a way. Well, what's Christina Aguilera going to sing about? I don't know. Just <laughs> hair? I don't know. what <laughs> She sings about she, great She has a song about being a genie in the bottle. Oh, I, okay. see, I didn't know that. I thought that I was the only one that remembered No, that. I remember. No. I was just trying to come up with a witty line. I couldn't come with one. And then I realized that Carmine didn't know what we were talking about. And I'm like, no. calling him out on that, that'll be witty enough. Yeah, yeah for sure. She didn't play stickball. <laughs> oh my God. All your thoughts about me are flooding into my head right yeah. now. And I don't like the sound Judgment of them. About, you just weren't as active in the pop music was, scene in the early to mid 90s. Carmine played stickball. Yeah. What a dummy. Oh. <laughs> uh, most of my self-worth is wrapped up in my mind. All right. Well, let's move on to the second phase of this podcast then. Would you take this wish? So the wish is you can read minds, but anyone thinks about you anywhere in the world and you can hear it. Uh, Kaylee, let's start with you. Uh, No, I would not take it because I already have the ability and it's taxing. I hear all your thoughts all the time. Wait, you looked me straight in the eyes when you said (laughs) that. I, I think that it would be... I, I already think that everybody has a certain ability to read 
other people's energies and that alone when you even if it's just me being up in my head or um like self-critical we already have that element for ourselves where we wonder what other people are thinking of us and so we write those stories in for ourselves that's all we have is what we're writing in our head and or what people are saying out loud so that is already something i think that we struggle with and i would not want to turn that on that, that like add volume to that see my challenge to that and why i will admit i think i would take this wish is that I do try to construct those stories of what other people think of me, but I am pretty sure that I'm bad at it, like really inaccurate at what I think other people think of me. Mm-hmm. Or at the very least, I'm the type of person who needs to know things for sure to in order to act on them. So I'll be like, I think this about this person, but I still don't like, I think this person wants to hang out with me. I think this person likes me, but I still don't want to impose because maybe I'm misreading the situation. And then, so I hang back and I I get self-conscious. If I just knew what people thought of me, that's more, that's more knowledge and that's more power to me. And I, I'm not that good at getting famous anyway. So getting that feedback, I do Google myself a lot, but I think that much more than I should. I think you have more (laughs) power when you don't actually hear other people's when you don't know for sure because you have the ability to be like that's just a story i'm telling myself and put that to rest whereas once you hear like if you were to hear nothing from your father Mm. or if you were to hear that your mother does not like you then that that is real you are solidifying it's huge it could be painful whereas if you, you you get to make the choice as to whether or not you want to accept it as a reality if you're not already hearing it out loud you can create your own reality that way I don't think I have the ability to change my instinctual perceptions enough. I don't think I can change my mind about what I think. I think I can only have the worst thoughts about myself and just have to go like, that's what I think. Whereas at least if I knew, then I would know the right thing. Even if it was terrible, I would know the truth. And you think that that is easier to handle than the stories you create? Uh, Yeah, I think my stories are probably... I think I'm. I think I'm harsher on myself than the universe. Well, most people are. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Most people don't realize <clears throat> how often they think something. Somebody's thinking about something about them when it has nothing to do with you. Because people have their own lives to worry about. They're not always thinking about other people. Mm-hmm. That's true. And you would know then that oh, I'm, I'm not hearing anything. Exactly. That's not about me. She's just really worried about some aspect of her life. She chose not to share with me, but I chose to steal from her brain <laughs> with my mind reading powers. But that. It sounds like you already know that if you are creating stories that are not true, that you think worse about, like if we are all um, too self-critical and we already know that, that's, I think that's something that has been written about for days and days on end for years. Like that's, that's a, a human nature. Then you have the ability to put that to rest and, and on a deeper level, you already know that that's true. So if you were to hear something that is soul crushing, I don't know why I'm arguing out of the... Yes, I know. So here's what I'm going to say is I know that some of the bad things I think about myself are not true, but some of them probably are. And so I don't know which are which. Whereas if I at least knew which bad things were real, then I could reject the ones that aren't real. I go, oh, that one's not true. People don't think that about me. But right now I just go, half of these probably aren't true. But I don't know which half. It's like advertising. Mm-hmm. You know, half your advertising works, but you have no idea which half. Half the things I think are terrible that people think are terrible about me are not true. I don't know which half. But you want to know for sure what other people yeah, think so you, of you. You would take the mind reading. Hmm. Yeah, I would take All the mind reading. And then I think I would know uh, what other people think of me. And I would be able to consciously choose 
uh, what changes I wanted to make to improve myself to change that and which ones I didn't care about. Because maybe if you're a jerk and you hate me for dumb reasons, I don't, I don't, I don't want you to like me. I think that that's true in most of the cases. If somebody has negative thoughts about you, at the end of the day, it's a reflection of how they feel about themselves anyway. And then you get to just keep on keeping on. <laughs> I'm still trying to talk you out of this. Yeah. I'm so worried about this becoming a real thing. I'm like, mm-hmm. please don't take it. Don't take the pill. I, I just want to stress, I do not have any real magic. Okay. I can't actually grant these wishes. <laughs> this has come up before. People think, oh, I got some magic powers. I do not have any real magic powers. I cannot grant these wishes. Maddox, but you do. You caused oh, that brownout. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> don't reference the thing they don't know about. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> um, Carmine, would you take this wish? Uh, no, for like a lot of reasons. <laughs> Can you narrow that down to which ones? Yeah, for or sure. talk about them. Okay, one just throw away one just for the comedy rules. Three is we had two Star Trek references. Everybody hates Deanna Troy. I don't want to be Deanna Troy. <laughs> <laughs> I I love hosting shows or or performing on stage, and that would be nigh on impossible because everybody's having thoughts about you in that moment and mm-hmm. it would mess with me. And for the most part, I don't care what people think of me. So I would find it almost unbearable that I couldn't turn off somebody I didn't care about's thoughts about me mm. from coming into my head. That would be annoying. And I think it'd be too easy to get warped and end up being cruel. So using your mind reading powers for cruelty. So you, you just don't think you could deal with the responsibility of have mind reading? No, I think I could deal with the responsibility. But I think that relentlessness of people's thoughts coming in would, would warp Would you. sour you. Yeah, it would warp you over time for sure. Especially as you aged and had... <laughs> less filters yeah i would probably not be able to do any stage performance anymore that would have to go away i think yeah that'd be hard i could think i could still podcast because based on the amount of tweets i get and the amount of tweets i wish i was getting mm-hmm. if i was just getting those pings whenever someone thought they were about to tweet and then never ended up following through and i got those as pings i would feel better yeah fair enough i'd feel like i had more audience interaction mm. i get that actual like oh this now so someone's listening to one of my podcasts i know now Oh, nice. man, I don't even read the notifications on my phone. <laughs> oh, you know what? I am going to write Good Cop, Genie Cop. I'm going to write that screenplay. Write that? I'm, I'm, I'm a good man. Can we write it together? Yeah, for sure. Let's go rub one out. Yeah. <laughs> be the joke. Genie? I want to be the Genie. <laughs> totally. There's definitely the catchphrase, the tagline to this has to be something about, like, they're really they're rubbing out crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> rubbing out crime. I didn't oh, quite man. get there, but there's something yeah. on that line, yeah. Got uh, crime? We'll rub it out. We'll rub it out. <laughs> yeah. He'll give you three wishes, but I'll only give you three chances to tell the truth. All right, that's that was clunky. That's no, that was great. clunky. That was real clunky. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, Kaylee, one more, one more attempt at a, a tagline for good cop, genie cop. Poof. You're dead. <laughs> Poof, you're dead. <laughs> All right, oh, and with man. that, we will wrap up this episode. So Kaylee and Carmine would not take this wish, but I would. I would take the ability to read minds in return for being able to hear everyone's thoughts about me. But what about you, audience? Would you take this wish? And are there any other wishes you'd like to hear us break down? Well, that's what we came up with, but we want to hear from you. Your wishes, your thoughts, whether you take this wish or not. You can find us on Twitter at BreakAWishPod. Email BreakAWishPod at gmail.com. And we have a Break-A-Wish discussion group on Facebook. And remember to write a review on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. To find all this information, visit breakawish.ca. Carmine Lucarelli co-owns the Social Capital Theatre, a great venue and bar here in Toronto. More info at socap.ca. Kaylee Legrand hosts a fellow Sonar Network podcast, We're Totally Not Okay, a podcast about the intersection between mass media culture and mental health. 
Find it on Twitter at WTNotOK or on thesonarnetwork.com. This is a Kicks and Giggles Entertainment production hosted by Maddox Campbell, theme by Matthew Reed, cover art by Justin Langford, and a proud member of the Sonar Podcast Network. More podcasts at thesonarnetwork.com. Before we go, some wishes don't take a whole episode to figure out. I call these summary judgments. Steve asked, for all babies to have a pine-fresh scent. Sure, babies will smell better, and that's nice, but they will also become slightly more flammable. Are you willing to take that chance? So, what would you wish for? This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! Ever wonder where actors really go inside their minds? Or maybe just what the difference is between being depressed and being an asshole? I'm Kaylee Legrand. And I'm Tanya Bevan. And if you have similar shower thoughts, listen to us knuckleheads. And we're totally not okay. But that's okay. A podcast about the intersection between mass media culture and mental health. Come check us out. 